Welcome, everyone. I'm so excited to tell you about this podcast. It's called The DK Project, but it's really The Darren Show. The DK Project is a radio show, but without the radio. So sit back, buckle up, and enjoy the ride. Let's go! Welcome to The DK Project, episode 135. How about that, huh? That's pretty One, awesome. Three, five. We are rolling along. Hey, with us today in the co-pilot chair is the uh, super podcaster uh, from within the head of Fred, Mr. Fred Carroll. How are you doing, sir? What's up, DK? You survived the new year? Like you, you didn't have any major issues? No, I didn't do anything. I'm a I'm a loser. I, I don't do anything. Like hermit, I podcast. Yeah, hermit. What it, yeah. so so remember that when 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 it was Y2K and like holy shit the world is shutting down. Yeah. How many people this time around went into the whole uh oh 2021's going to be so different, you know, we're getting rid of tw- we're out of 2020 and da, da, da. it's like not really. It's it's just an extension. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's like a a day is not going to change. It's not going to make disease. that big a difference. Just it like doesn't. Y2K. It's like when people I used to you know, I don't say it out loud, but I do on your on your podcast. I say it, but out loud, I don't call people out on Facebook, but it annoys me when they're like, oh, my mother died 11 years ago. And I'm like, OK, I get it. You know, that's my mother died, too. But what's the difference between today and tomorrow? She she died 11 years, 11 years in one day. What's the significant to today versus well, tomorrow? And, she's still she's and we still were just dead. talking about this before we got on the air. There's these sympathy seekers out on the old interweb. That's a real good question right there. Now, I'm I would categorize myself as a novice on the social medias. I do more Instagram than I do well, Instagram, Facebook. I don't know. I just like posting pictures of crazy shit and then making a stupid comment. But what do you think of all these people that post stuff? Like it's, it happens a lot on Facebook. Like, you know, like as soon as a parent dies, they go right to Facebook and you know, Oh, my mom's with the angels today and da, 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 da. Or like you said, you know, 25 years ago on this day, my dad died. It's like, what's the value of posting that? Is it really that people are just, looking for people to cry out. And I get the same thing on the birthday not, thing. I mean, like, oh, well, it's, it's not pity. It's not pity as much as it's attention. I won't call it pity because losing a parent isn't easy. And I get that. And it may be rougher around there, but you could build that. It could go on for 30 days because all of a sudden Father's Day's here, Mother's Day's here, your father's birthday, your parents' anniversary, but do you your think birthday, really just you a... start commiserating about it. Oh, shit. Just Let the guy coffee. rest. What did you do? Coffee on the MacBook. No big deal. I got it. Um, yeah, don't worry. Buy another one. With your money. If I had your money, Darren, I'd light mine on fire. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's probably why you don't have any money. You make bad decisions. I, um, I do, <laughs> I, uh, yeah, I, I, I dodged the bullet. I got a rag right here just for that purpose. Um, but I, I just get a charge out of it because people, I, I think that's the new way of like, like, you know, uh, Sebastian Maniscalco has a bit in his comedy routine about how, remember people used to stop by, like they'd come by for coffee or they'd come by for, you know, a little bit of cribbage or some cards or something. And, you know, you, your mom would pull out a bunt cake, you know, and you just sit around and shoot the shit. I mean, is is it kind of to that point now where obviously we're in pandemic mode, but is it kind of like people just don't gather anymore with, 
you know, you get your immediate group that you see and that you hang out with. But like, I mean, we used to hang out with my great aunt and uncle and my, and my, you know, distant cousins and stuff like that. And you used to get together on a regular basis, but, but now it seems like nobody gets together. Nobody, I don't know, maybe it's me and my, in my hermit type mode, but I don't know. It just seems like this social media is just a new way for people to, to express themselves and cry out to discuss you know, family issues. I mean, is it, is it really gotten to a point where we're broadcasting all this family? I don't know. I don't know. Is there nothing private? Well, it's our fault. It's our fault Darren. it's our fault because we're parents. We're parents. When's the last time you hung out with your kids just to hang out without their phones, without a movie, without anything. We don't do it anymore. Our parents used to make us go to aunt Betty's house. You didn't have a choice. Yeah, that's Now you say that's true. Now you tell your, when your kid turns to you and says, I don't want to go there, you go, okay, that's cool. You could stay home. Well, but that's how dismissive we are because we don't want to deal with the bullshit of them complaining the whole ride there, the whole ride back. We couldn't complain because your father would say, I'll pull this car over and I'll smack the shit out of you. That's we true. won't do that to our kids. So it's our fault. We're raising a bunch of little sissies. That's to a true. Point with a, no offense to sissies. No, but, we don't uh, have a very big sissy. Uh... Uh, demo here on my show so we don't need to worry about that but i'm wondering uh god that's so true because it is such a a thing you know and and that's one of the beautiful things about the about the pandemic not that anyone has ever said that phrase before ever but one of the beautiful things about the pandemic is that it's forced my family to be together and they have to hang out with me you know now we just went to level five what the hell ever so we can go to restaurants again but when when that wasn't happening and there were no restaurants open, you know, they're forced to have family dinners again. They're forced to hang out with us. And it's been a blast. I've, I've really enjoyed it. But you're right. Now, you know, my one son's back in college and my my daughter's uh, – I don't even want to tell you where my daughter is. And, uh, you know, it's just – Jail? Got, she's in jail? No. she oh, She's oh. actually in <laughs> Chile. She's actually closer to Antarctica than uh, to America. And so uh, technically she could be in jail yeah. in Chile though. Who knows? You don't Who know. Knows? I uh, no. she's down there visiting uh, some friends and having a great time. She's been down there for a week and a half. She's coming home on Friday, but um, you know, these, the, these opportunities that these kids have, you know, take them away, you know, whether it be the screens or the, or the phones or, or whatever, you know, I got two, two kids in college. So when they leave, they leave, they don't communicate a lot, but, um, you know, it's just kind yeah, of that I, way. So you're right. It probably is that we've become enablers to where we don't, we don't force them to do anything. I mean, I'm, I'm, my parents used to force me to go to church, you know, you go to church to pay for your sins. Cause you just got done beating your kid to go to the place right. uh, where he doesn't want to go. So that's a good and point. I, was I guess forced, that is it. I was forced to go to church by my father who wouldn't go to church. Oh, d- double standard. Right. See, he would I, make yeah. me go with my mother because quite honestly, I understand I was married because he didn't want to hear my mother complaining to him later saying, see, he won't go to church because of you because he doesn't want to hear her. So he made me go to satisfy her. Well, do you think that's a big reason why the the kind of the church world is dying off? Like, Number one, people are just getting wise to the force religion and kind of maybe that it's not as uh, oh we're 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 able to do a little more research and and dig in and 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 establish our own opinions of religion rather than we were younger. It was just 
well, we're Catholic or we're Jewish or whatever, and you're going to be this way. And that's it. You go to this church and you go to this Sunday school and whatever, where now you can research it. And, and I think it's a big part of it too, where our parents forced us to do shit. And I don't want to put my kids through that. Like, I don't want to drag my kid out of bed to go to church on Sundays. Cause I don't want to go. Why would I want him to go? You know I mean? But yeah, I think we're nothing. losing a lot of that, a lot of that direction and a lot of that structure that what we call normal when we were young, we, we don't have that anymore. You know, it's, it's a free for all, but whatever. I'm I cool. get in, I get in trouble when I go to church because people ask me too many questions afterwards. Like the, the last time I went to church was my mother's anniversary. Like, here we go. Big circle. The anniversary of her death. They had a mass. Oh, for wow. Okay. So this is the 11th anniversary or something. So I go to the mass. My sisters all came into town. Nice to see them. Whatever. I could live without it. <laughs> you know, they come in and the guy is from India. Okay. The priest is from India. You have a Catholic just, priest from India? Yeah, he's from India and India has a lot of Catholics, but he's very thick accent and stuff. And everybody's six feet apart. It's COVID church. So we're at breakfast afterwards and everybody's sitting there and they know I'm an atheist because I'm not a believer. But they say, but I'm not rude either. I'll go to any church. I'm going to go. I'll go to your kid's wedding I'll, and I'll be respectful. I follow the rules yeah. when I'm at your house. And I'm not a jerk about it. I'm not telling you, you can't believe just, <laughs> you know, whatever. They started asking so, you where you went wrong. <laughs> well, somebody asked me, what did you think of the service? And I just was honest. I said, I felt like I called God and I got customer service. <laughs> that's, that's what I said. And nobody's talked to me since. Really? Because that was rude towards the Indian. But it's a joke. I'm a comedian. That's what I do. Wow. I teeter on the edge. Sometimes I fall off it. Sometimes I don't. Well, and that that's, that's, uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't, I haven't gone to church in a really long time, knock on wood. Like, I don't even remember the last time I went to church. My mom's probably yelling at the phone right now or yelling <laughs> at her, her listening device. But yeah, I don't, I don't remember the last time I went to church and I, you know, cause I remember when I was young, we, we used to have to go to, uh, uh, what was it? CCD or whatever on Saturdays yeah. or on, catechism. on Wednesdays catechism. Yeah. And I used to love to go because man, I got dropped off a little early and I could run down to the little penny candy store and buy a bunch of shit I shouldn't be eating. And then I would buy like, like one time I bought a Mountain Dew and I snuck it into this class and I thought our teacher was cool. I don't know. So then I, you know, I, I, I got the pop between my legs and I go to open it and it just blows up and there's pop flying everywhere. I got kicked out. You know, but it was like, who cares? What nonsense? I just kind of, you know, but there's kids today in my son's class who, who go to this, you know, Wednesday confirmation classes. And I went, I made it all the way through. I got the award. I'm, I'm, I'm confirmed yeah. as a, as a Catholic, but me too. you know, what do you do with it after that? I don't, it, I don't have room on my resume for that. So I, I have you to get married. You're able to get married in a church, but you got to pay the guy too. You got to tip him. Well, we had to go to classes too. It was so Did funny because my Catholic priest, when we were, uh, when we were, uh, doing the, uh, doing the deal, uh, we had to go to these classes and, and then you sit down and you sit down with the priest and you're talking to him and he sits down and he's got his legs, you know, like sitting there, they're not crossed. And the crotch of his pants is ripped out. So you can <laughs> see his underwear. And I'm looking at my wife going, are you seeing this? Like, 
Where's the class? Come on, buddy. And it still hasn't. Church itself has still never impressed me from a Catholic standpoint. And I grew up in a Mormon and Catholic household. Yeah. Um, back and forth. But my priest from when I was a child and went there is now on the list for child molestation list. <laughs> really? But this is but this is where it gets bad. He never tried to touch me. Now I have a complex oh. that I wasn't good enough then. <laughs> that's how ugly I am. You that's what I'm trying to say. You didn't make the cut. Oh. I didn't make the cut. You should be able to sue so, him for that. I'm the one that got left out. And people have to realize these are jokes, people. They're jokes. Relax. I, I'm I'm thinking I'm thinking you've uh, you've got something to work with there. I don't know. Well, you luckily know. I was molested as a child, so it made up for it. <laughs> you know, in, in the long run. So but Insert we won't go into that too much. Here. <laughs> you know what? Uh after after the deep dive into uh the the uh horrible tendencies of Catholic priests, I'm wondering uh uh stay tuned for more after this word from our sponsors hey guys let me give you a pro tip it's judd frost clothiers in wyzetta if you guys are looking for some nice tailored clothing there's only one place to go and that's judd frost clothiers they're at 631 lake street east in wyzetta these guys have helped me out on so many different occasions because i am not a fancy dresser i don't know what goes with what but you go down there, see Judd. He's there every day. He never misses a beat. And this guy will help you out with a sport coat, a suit, some nice shoes, ties, and they'll tailor it to fit you like a glove. Don't waste your time on all these discount suit places. Go somewhere where you know you're going to get quality. You know you're going to get what's right for you so that you can look your best when you're taking that significant other out for a little night on the town. Check them out on the web at judfrost.com. Stop in and see them. You'll end up having a good time and leave looking like a champ. They're open every day but Sunday, but you can make an appointment and get in on a Sunday. Judd Frost Clothiers. Tell them you heard about it on the DK Project. Grady Restoration. If you've got storm damage, hail damage, wind damage, any of the damages that can happen to your house, get somebody out there to take a look at it. Don't take on the insurance companies by yourself. Bring in the professionals at Grady Restoration. These guys are top shelf. Basically, you're set it and forget it kind of a restoration company. They'll come in, take care of everything. Handling the insurance needs, ordering the materials, bringing in the contractors, and it runs like a clock. They're the best in the business, and you can count on them to get the project done timely and get it done right. Now listen, there's a lot of options when it comes to remodeling and restoration, but make sure you check out who you're working with and make sure they have a good reputation and aren't some fly-by-night company that just rolled into town. Go with the pros. Grady Restoration, 952-472-1570. Or check them out on the web at gradyrestoration.com. Welcome back to the DK Project. 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 So where were we? Oh, um, so... Diddling little children. We were talking about little <laughs> children and being diddled. I did... I do, um, you know, and it's funny because I was a choir boy and I, not a choir boy. I was, uh, you know, the one who wore the robe and handed out the snacks, that kid. Yeah, the bread. Yeah, the, what is that called? boring bread. And, and nothing ever um, happened to me either. I, you altar know, boy. Altar boy. Altar boy. Yeah, I was an altar boy. And I, you know, and I excelled. I mean, like everything in life, I, I was the best altar boy there was. I, I did my best. Uh, overachiever. Not really. I think I've lost a bet <laughs> yeah. that I had to do it. But 
I, uh, I, yeah, I don't know, you know, and that, and that, and that stirs. I just saw a thing on, on the news that the Catholic church is now going to allow women to play a bigger role in the, in the priesthood or whatever you call it. Yeah. Well, listen, let them, we've screwed so much stuff up as men. Let the women get a shot at screwing it up. Well, don't you think it would be, uh, uh, well, not only that, but don't you think there'd be less likely that priests would be getting in trouble with these young boys if they were able to, you know, close a few deals with the chicks? I mean, really? Well, that goes right back to mine. I really was molested as a child by a female and it makes all the difference in your mentality because it makes it okay by standards. But since we're on this subject, there are, I had told you I was going to, you had asked me about some listener letters that I receive from, from on my podcast. So I gathered four of them, but two of them have to do with this. And they're interesting. If you want me to read them, let's get in. I'll give you an idea. I'll give you an idea of what it's like to get a letter that you think is good, but it doesn't end good. So the first one was recent in September of 2020 says, hey, Double D and Jen. Jennifer is my co-host. Your recent segment on wait, wait, child sexual... Wait, 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 wait. What's Double D? Fred? Double because, D? Yeah, because Fred is spelt with two Ds. Oh, all right. So Double D. Every, that's my tagline. Everybody loves Double Ds. Oh. <laughs> so it says, hey, hey, Double D and Jen. And this is September 2020. Your recent segment on child sexual abuse and its impact may have been the worst advice ever given. Just because you were abused and managed to not enjoy it does not mean I or your listeners have to be like you. Using comedy in this subject is a low, low, low jab at the pedophile community. I am a proud pedophile. And my intent is to have the freedom to love whoever I desire. What? You <laughs> you claim abuse, but you were simply loved. You should thank the person rather than spread unknown lies about her. Stop labeling us as sick or mentally unstable. One day the laws will allow us the freedom our forefathers meant for this country. I won't be listening any longer <laughs> in Pennsylvania. Really? Yes. Is that, so, uh, did they leave a full address on there? They did not, but you know, their emails and I give them the ability to anonymous. They don't have to put their name and they don't have to put their return email because I figure I won't get great letters if people actually out themselves, but people like to out themselves. So how did you, and, so how do you respond to that then? Like you don't no, say anything I, to, I, you just talk about on I, your show. Yeah, I'll talk about it on the show without reading the letter. I saved it for the DK project. Bad I've never boy. read these letters. These are in the bad file. But the second <laughs> one, the second one gets a little even similar. All right, let's hear it. Double D in the Double D podcast. That's my old podcast. And this is from 2017. All right. I was solo at the time. You seem to be an amazing open man. You are verbally responsible and rarely ramble nonsense. I am a member of a club that may be for you. If you choose to join, please use my name as your sponsor, but remain open-minded and thank you for your support. Mike Roberts. 
from the Illinois chapter of NAMBLA. Do you do you know what NAMBLA is? I do. The National Association of Man Boy Lover Association. So, so (laughs) what? Read the beginning of that again. So they're saying that you're thinking about joining the club. Oh, they're inviting me into the club because I seem to be an amazing open man and verbally responsible and rarely ramble nonsense because clearly Nambla is a legitimate group that I should be a part of. And he wants me. His name's Mike Roberts. He gave me his name and what chapter of Nambla he belonged to. How many chapters are there? I think they're all over the world, mostly in Minnesota, I hear. (laughs) No doubt. I did not know that. I've heard of Nambla before, but. Holy snot rockets. And you just get these letters. That's impressive. Well, all these, so did you join? I've, got two, I've got two more and they're all religious and based. And that's where I draw the line. But this one was double D. Wait a friends. minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Did you put your application into the Nambla club? No, I chose not to answer Mike. Is Roberts. it an online application process? It depends how they reach out to me. Sometimes it's a Facebook message. Sometimes usually it's through my website. Really? Yeah. So they're listeners and they're out there. But this <laughs> this person said, what a great fun show. You are a bit potty mouthed, but your honesty overcomes your flaws. But have you found Jesus? Perhaps he could help. Perhaps he could help you preach more about the Lord and help you overcome your negative views on religion. I will pray for you, Nancy. So that was a sweet one, but she wants me to find Jesus. Thanks, and Nancy. What do you, you, you think bo- that, how does a Bible thumper like that find your podcast? Were you marketing to like no, the, the church? No, but deal? I think everybody has their underlying, I mean, I know plenty of people that are Bible thumpers that are out cheating on their wife. I mean, everybody's human, regardless yeah. of their belief. The human element is still there. Yeah. That's why these priests get in trouble. Wow. Wow. I didn't know you had such a big religious following, dude. Well, this is my favorite one. All right. And one that I've brought up before, but I've never read it out loud because it, I actually reported this one. Hey, Fred, longtime listener from Chicago. Where could I find those toys you mentioned in your sex ed with Fred segment from last week? Please. (laughs) Please respond only to my P.O. box with a detailed list, well masked and sealed, as I am not in a job that accepts the lifestyle openly. The address says St. James Catholic Church Services, but please disregard. We're not really connected to the church. It's a post office error that we are trying to correct. I didn't I won't say his name. So. The point of this was after researching this, his name actually matched up with somebody that works at the actual church that he gave the name to in Chicago. What? What? So this is a priest or something reaching out to me about sex toys because we did a sex toy segment. So, <laughs> There's so many red flags here. So you had a segment called... Sex Ed with Fred. Sex Ed with Fred. And and yeah. off of that, this particular uh, writer, maybe a priest, maybe not a priest, probably a priest, 
yeah. wrote into you asking where to uh, to get these delivered to the church. Yes. Oh, I'm through telling a PO you. box. Through yeah. a PO box. Oh, but I do. God. I do have one. The final one, and this is an example of what I do to protect my co-host. Uh oh. So it's it says, "Hey, Fred, you are not funny, but your co-host is hot." I have included photos for you to give to her. Please forward. So really? I received, yes. So I received 10 mediocre dick pics. I mean, he wasn't anything to shake a stick at a little bigger <laughs> than me, but you know, he, I'm a show. I, I'm a grower, not a shower. He, he was clearly a shower or fluffed up, but I received these pics and I never forwarded them. I kept them and they're my screensaver now. Why in the world? Why didn't you forward them? Because what conversation piece? Well, my co-host is a married woman, <coughs> and you're the just, minute you're just one the thing, I man. You're What's withholding. That? You're withholding a parcel. That's against the law, dude. You no, know, but it's actually against the law for me to send them to her. To a point, I ran into a problem one time where my daughter. When she was very young, she was like 11 or 12 or 13. I All the years jumbled together. Regardless, somebody sent her a pic of something. I think it was another girl naked. Okay. One of their classmates. Yeah. Oh, that goes my bad. My daughter thought it would be funny to share that picture with a few of her friends. So she shared the picture. Not right. Not wrong. Just being a kid. Whatever. When the cops came. They came for me. Ooh. Why? Because I own the phone that this child who is under my responsibility is sending porn, child porn. Oh. See how it all ties together? That is a great story you came up with to cover up your child porn addiction, dude. Exactly. You <laughs> now you're on to me. You this. know me too well. You, you know a, me too well. You should be a writer, dude. You should be a storyteller. <laughs> that is well played right there. You know what we haven't mentioned? No. F-R-E-D-D-H-E-A-D-S.com. Fredheads.com. You Boom. can find everything about me. If you've got a uh, uh, graphic letter or uh, know a priest that... Uh, Needs to reach out and touch somebody. There you go. F-R-E-E. What is it? F-R-E-D-D-H-E-A-D-S dot com. Fredheads. Man. Fredheads.com. Because Fred has several podcasts that he does. Uh, ranging from one that's uh, uh, fun and games with Jennifer the hottie. And the other ones are about movie reviews. And the other one is what? That's a, like a psychological one, right? No, the... So I removed one of them. One of them was a writer's series, apostrophes. And I decided to scale that back and do that only Facebook live and not recorded. Oh, so I have, I have the cinephiles flashback, which is the movie one with Jennifer. And I have within that a Fred with Jennifer and Jennifer and I also have recently started a new venture that I can't go too deep into yet, but it's a live YouTube show well and you see that you see the theme here listeners the theme to it is the hot co-host and yes very important for for any of the information on fred shows you want to hop over to fredheads.com 
F-R-E-double-D-H-E-A-D-S. Yeah, because the double D is a little uh, a little abnormal. That's not normal, is it? No, it's not. But do you want to know why I have two Ds at the end of my name or not? Oh, boy. Could I? Yes. I'm on the edge of my I've spoken seat. Of, I've spoken of it before. but So I have an older child who's now almost 32 years old, and I'm not that old. So I had her in high school. And when the paternity suit came oh, to my house. Too. Huh? I have one of those, too. Yeah. Mine's only 29, though. When the paternity suit came to my house, my father opened it up with my with his wife, my stepmother. And me and my father have the same name. (laughs) Well, it never dawned on my parents that it was for me. So instead, (laughs) I waited and listened for three days what as my stepmother questioned my father of why he was sleeping with a 17 year old girl <laughs> and Dude, it went I on for get, three days am i going to get investigated for even talking to you you got a lot of strange <laughs> child related things happening so finally it clicked after three days 72 hours my very bright educated father finally clicked that he has a son named frederick <laughs> all right so he came up to me and he said, I believe this is for you. From now on, you're Fred, you're Fred with two Ds. I'm Fred with one. And, our <laughs> oh, male yeah. will and ma- you have a kid coming. <laughs> yeah. And I did. And she's now 32. And Oh, my God. I thought this was the story about how much you hate George Brett. No, it wasn't nope. George. Who's the one you hate that you had to change your kid's name? Wade Boggs. Wade Boggs. When Wade Boggs became a Yankee, I had his name legally changed. So what What was your kid's name? Well, his name was Wade. And when he became a, because of but the Red Sox. It, but is that what you named him when he was born? I mean, that's why you yeah. named him Wade? Yep. His name was Wade Anthony. And then once so, he got traded, you changed the name? <laughs> to Anthony Wade. And then put Scott in there because Scott Cooper took over at third base for Wade Boggs. What does your son think of that? And he, um, my son could give two shits about baseball. He has no idea who Wade Boggs is. And he's um, a very happy gay fellow. And Wade Boggs? Very, or your son? Doing very well. My son. Interesting. Yep, so- he's very happy. Well, that's good, but in, when, what, at what age did you make the name change? He was one. Oh, okay. He was one. So, so you were, you I mean, were, he, you weren't that far into the game. He didn't have like stationary or letterhead yet with his name on it. No, but he had a social security card, birth certificate, <laughs> all that. I changed it all. It cost me a little money. You think down at the old? Uh, it cost a little. You think down at the old uh, government uh, center, they said, "Ah, oh, fuck, another Red Sox fan pissed about the trade." Yeah, pro- yeah, probably. But you would appreciate that. I'm a huge hockey fan, and you're from hockey land. This is yes. Even though the I land have no idea hockey. how my you- son's a player. Well, I have no idea how you lost your hockey team to Dallas. That makes no know. sense to me, but we won't talk what about I that. What I do remember is the last year they were so, here, I was swinging from the rafters of the stadium. Drunker than drunk. Good times. Yeah. That was fun. Yeah, those are good. I, I, I can't even name. Actually, maybe I can't. I can't think of one North Star great. You know, Dallas North Star great. Oh, well, I, I don't know about that. When they were when they were here, we had uh, I always liked Beaupre, the the goalie, it's Donnie Beaupre. 
And uh, and we had uh, that one dude. He went and got the mail naked once, and it was all over the news. Um, I can't think of his name. Cicerelli. But they maybe? never won. They, ne- they never won anything. Now they nah, weren't good not as uh, North Stars. Or- no, and, and then as soon as they got to Dallas, they started pounding it. But now we got. You know yeah, what? It's funny you bring that up because. Uh, you know, with the pandemic and all the bullshit, I've been, you know, just into sports because I cannot watch the news anymore. I don't care about any of this crap going on. These people are all children and they need to grow up enough said. So I've been waiting and waiting about, uh, for sports, you know, right now I'm watching the, obviously the football playoffs, but I want, I follow my college basketball team pretty strong. The Gophers, they're doing pretty well. And then I've been waiting for hockey, and I keep thinking, why are they doing such a short season? And then I realized it's January, and they haven't even started yet. They start on Thursday, but we got this we got this uh, Ruski on the team that we've been waiting for. And I didn't, you know, I don't follow him that much. I didn't know that much about it, but this kid's a stud. It's going to make a difference, I think. He uh, he's going to be a big deal. It's it's going to be fun to watch. But I, you know, I give you something to look forward to. Yeah, I can't wait. I'm a Carolina Hurricane fan. How does that and happen? That's because because they used to be the Hartford Whalers. Oh. They were the Hartford Whalers, and they moved to Carolina, and I just followed them. Right. But my basketball team's doing good, too. I'm a UConn fan. Oh, you know, really? UConn basketball. Yeah, where the men are men and the women are champs. That's, uh, that's that our UConn is that, title. Is that there. really what the women are, champs? Uh, they're amazing. I, they, uh... they beat some NBA teams. <laughs> well, that's our NBA team got a free, uh, or not a free, a full makeover uh, this year too. So the Timberwolves are got a lot of new faces on it. You know the thing that's I don't I don't I can't do pro football or pro basketball. It's just not my thing. Me but neither. I think it's really weird that I I don't know that our coach ever played the game. Like I don't think our coach was ever a pro basketball player. You know he doesn't. Well, the problem with pro basketball, I think. It's too long. Every game should start with two minutes left tied at 100. (laughs) That's what I think. That's how I think the game should start. And it would save me a lot of time. But I do gamble on it a lot. I'm a bit of a gambler. Oh, do you really? Yeah, I gamble. I've been watching Bobby Bones, the DJ guy. Uh, Yeah. He's a radio DJ. And he's been posting a lot of pictures. I've never bet on a game ever in my life. I have no idea how to do it. But it looks pretty interesting um, if you're, like, into it. You know, like, do you do it online? Yeah, I or do it online. Or do you have a bookie that's coming over it. to kick I've, your ass? I've done it illegally. You know, I've had the – I've been in – I've been up 10 grand, down 10 grand. I've been all over the place. Well, that was at <laughs> – you know, I am i don't wish it on anybody. Gambling is a very dangerous path because you're constant – it's like drugs. You're chasing. Yeah. So – I fall into that category where when I'm at the casino, we have a lot of casinos there in Connecticut. And when I'm at the casino, if I win a thousand dollars, that's the worst possible scenario for me because I think it's my lucky day. I deserve 10,000 and I will, I will go down a thousand, draw money out of the bank because I think it's my lucky day. I have friends who could win a hundred bucks and put it in their pocket and go have drinks. That's me. Not me. I, I'm at the craps table. I'm betting it all. You know, it's it funny. Black. I got uh, I <laughs> friends a high roller. I high um, roller. I got a cousin who uh, uh, he does fine. He's he's not living check to check, and uh, he is a pull tab guy. My God, he pulls pull tabs. And you know, generally, I get uh, him and another friend of mine. 
when they do pull tabs, I'll do it because they generally are going to win. They know which box to pick. They whatever. They're lucky. What are pull tabs? What are pull tabs? I never well, even heard of them. It's like, well, they call it like cardboard crack. It's like as big as a credit card and it's got uh, three or four lines on it. And then you pull the line to get like matching things. You don't have yeah. those there? No. no. Oh, shit. Yeah, they sell them at bars. They're, they use it for like fundraisers for like the Lions Club and whatever. Um, but, you know, you pay a dollar a ticket and you buy, you know, everybody throws in 20 bucks and then you win whatever. You know, I've won pretty good money doing it, you know, uh, to like 500 to 1,000 bucks. Did but, you claim it? Of course I did. Liar. Well, they take your license and everything. You have to. Really? Yeah. But I'm I'm definitely operating at a loss. So <laughs> it's not that's like how I, I started my career it. in gambling. Was do you know what high lie is? Have you ever I've heard, heard of high lie? An electronic thing? No, high lie was a sport where they wear a basket on their arm and throw a ball against a wall. It was huge around here. Really? So high lie it's a Spanish sport, and it's still big in Florida. But we had the biggest one in my town. Really? It's called a fronton. Well, it was incredibly fixed and you would bet highlight you, you would bet it's called, it's spelled J A I A L A I. Yeah. I'm out. It's high. It was that good. Alone would have made me say, this is a sh- scam. Ain't going to last. Well, it's a great sport. It lasted a long time. It made fortune place was packed every night and you just watch these guys play 15 games. They would play in the afternoon, 15 games at night. And I was, uh, I was 18 legal to go in and gamble, but the rich guys would hit big trifectas where you pick the right people and they would pay out five grand, four grand, Shit! but they would give me the ticket because I didn't have a tax bracket. They did. It would be cheaper for them to have me cash the ticket in and give me creative stuff your whole life. Yeah. And I used to make like, and this is back in the 80s, 87, I would bring home three three to $500 a night. Wow, just for turning in their tickets? Yeah, because these rich guys would consistently hit. And well, we did, their tax- we did uh, like even, I, I'm probably the only person who's ever gone to Vegas. I've been to Vegas, I don't know, three, four times. And I've, I've maybe gambled like $7. I don't like, like when the yeah. wife's in the bathroom, I'll throw a couple pennies in the penny slot. Otherwise, I, I got no interest. I, I really, I, but I have really bad luck. My my middle son or my college son is uh, he's got the worst luck of all of us. Like he just has bad luck. Where I yeah. have, you know, I just don't have good luck. I don't have bad luck, but I just don't have good luck. But like I was telling you about those pull tabs. So we were up at my my cousin's cabin this year, and and we get into this pull tab box, which you know they have a box with a certain amount of them in there, and then as the winners go, they mark them off. So you can tell if there's you know, uh, the right amount in there to where the, you know, the odds are that you're going to pull a good one. And, uh, so we started buying pull tabs and I had like, I don't know, 150 bucks in my pocket. So you're going 20 at a time and we just keep going. And my, you know, my cousin's doing fine. The money's not a thing. And then there's this other dude with us who's kind of where I'm at. Like, I want to stay in because now I'm in to where I need my money back. I can't keep going. So we keep going, we keep going. I end up being like $320 into this, into this pull tab box. So I'm in 300, my cousin's in 300, the other guy's in 300. And, and so now we have to buy it out. You have to buy it out because otherwise we're all going to lose our money. So we go out to the cash machine and the cash machine is out of money. 
So we don't have any way to get money because it's like, I don't know, 1130 at night. So we had to walk away. There's nothing you could do. You know, and obviously if we really cared, we would have went to another place and got the cash and went back right. and bought it out. But it was just interesting. Like, like I have no interest in it at all. And, and when these things, you know, the likelihood of winning, yeah, yeah, there's some interest, but I, I just, I, it does nothing for me. Like horse track, any of that shit, nothing. But I ended See, up when losing talk, 300 bucks on that deal. Piss me off. When, when you talk about Minnesota, it's so fascinating to me. It's like watching a documentary. When you're from where I'm from, Minnesota doesn't even exist. It, it's not even a state. What? You know, it doesn't even count. We, it's like, you know, when you were a kid and they talked about Africa, but all you knew about Africa was people that lived in mud huts. <laughs> like, that's all you knew. Yeah. That's what, when I when I hear you talking about your cousin and you, I see you guys. I'm, it's like you just got done ice fishing. You're dressed in way too many clothes. You walk into this shack of a place where there's dirt on the floor and fishing holes literally oh. in the floor. And you walk in and you're doing these pull tabs, which sound like cavemen lottery. Yeah. It just sounds like cavemen lottery yeah. tickets. And it, the sun never shines. But no. you actually have cities, right, with real buildings and real living you you <laughs> you don't even understand how you hit it on the head it's exactly <laughs> what it is it, there's never any sunlight here it's always gray and and they totally you know there's no dirt on the floor of the ice shack because it's ice yeah and well it, what's the attraction of minnesota beyond born and bred i don't know what, I, I don't know I, I, do people come in there must be people coming in. Well, yeah, there this. are, because we've got an amazing welfare system. But okay. They're not necessarily the people we want here. Let's say that. Um, I don't know what the draw is. People like the changing of the seasons, you know, but you get that. Um, yeah. You know, I don't I don't know what it is, and I, I totally – I'm leaving as soon as I can. Let's say that. <laughs> well, Minnesota, Minneapolis is a real city. Yeah. It's, it's a big city. Yeah, we got tall buildings. You know, I mean, it's it's big enough. It's probably bigger than Charlotte, but your baseball team is considered a small market team. No, they're not considered. They're not like what I deal with. You know, I deal with you got to realize I'm within 45 minutes of the Mets, Yankees and Red Sox, you know, money. I, you know, I, I don't know. I think we're pretty major. We're, we're, we're you know, we haven't won in a while, but we're, but we're pretty, you know. Can I tell you my favorite Kirby Puckett story? <laughs> does it involve, <laughs> does it involve a, a bad touch? <laughs> no, no, it doesn't. But I, so we were at a Red Sox Minnesota Twins game. This is towards obviously before Kirby died, right, right, because <laughs> he was alive and playing. Yeah, and it's always good to have the guy alive. So he's in the. We were playing a game where for every run scored, we drank a beer. That a boy. And it was pretty, it was late innings and Kirby Puckett's in the on deck circle. And we're yelling at him the crudest stuff, call, <laughs> making fun of his weight, how fat he is and stuff. Well, he walks over to us and we're right on the front row there near the home, near his dugout. And he's smiling and he goes, you think I'm fucking fat? And I go, yeah, well, you know, you got the fence in front yeah, of yeah. you. So you're brave. <laughs> so you're real tough. 
He goes, what the fuck do you call that standing on first base? And he points to the Red Sox, Mo Vaughn. Oh, really? Who was a, another big fat guy. And he walked away. So that's my good Kirby Puckett story. He was very nice to us. We invited well, him out for drinks later, and he did not join us. Well, and he uh, he was no stranger to the controversy. I know that. I, I, you know, I wasn't a huge fan, but I actually had a friend who knew him. Um, not like knew him, knew him, but, but, you know, was an acquaintance and hung out with him a few times. And he was a player, you know, like he was a, a, a good old boy. He, uh, he wasn't afraid to get down. So it's surprising to me that he didn't go out with you for drinks. It must've been something else, but he, uh, yeah, I'm sure they had an early game or he seemed on the surface to be a really solid cat though. He was, uh, you know, he was great for the, the team and, and, Fun to watch, man. I tell you, the Twins in 91 and 87 when they won the World Series, that was awesome. I mean, it was so cool to actually have a Minnesota team that's won because realize that that, you know. Yeah, just like we had nothing. Wait, the, Viking, the Vikings have never won? They've never, never won, won the, Super, the Bowl, Super Bowl, the Vikings? Four times, and they've never won. Oh, they're 0-4. Yeah. Wow, that yeah. must suck. Yeah. Have I told you how many times my team won the Super Bowl? Yeah, how'd they do this year? You know, I'm – that's okay. Listen, twenty year every twenty years we have a down year. Uh, well, I'll deal with you that. You know what though? It's one of these things. And I have a friend who's uh, uh, went to Ohio State, so he's a Buckeye guy. Him and his wife, Buckeye this, Buckeye that, and it, and it's terribly annoying because they're so into it. And and the Buckeyes, you know, are kind of like your football team. They win, they win, they win, they win. And the way that I look at it, for for your people and for people like them, it's like. You know, if you win all the time, it's not really that big of a deal to win. It's like, you know, it's like uh, normal. Where with us, it's normal to it's lose. Actually, so so winning is a big deal. You're right, because I have lost. I, I'm, I'm incredibly spoiled between being a Red Sox fan, a Patriot fan. I've won in every sport, even my basketball, college basketball. UConn does very well. For a small state, the women win are in it every year. Yeah. And you get spoiled. You don't become a good loser any longer. You become a poor sport and you become a dick. You, you become a dick. You get spoiled by it. Well, and see, we don't have that problem here. Our teams are, you know, just. Uh, You're right. I miss it. it I miss it, the idea of the surprise. Yeah. You know, getting into the Super Bowl when you didn't earn it. Right. By being. On paper. Well, and that's the whole thing is is, is when we do win, look out. It's going to get nuts because there's there's a lot of really diehard fans out there. We had um, this gal on the- You're not winning anytime soon. No. I I, I, No. Not with that shitty quarterback. Kirk Cousins. We- uh, Kirk Cousins is the- You think you have bad luck and your son has bad luck. That guy is bad luck. Wow. What a waste of money. Come on. This guy's washed up. He's a stat machine. We should have never had him. He's he's he doesn't have what it takes to be a Super Bowl champion. He can put up the stats and make it look good, but if you can't if you can't raise the level of play of your team, then you're not an effective quarterback. You yeah. ha- you're the leader, which is out the there. Tom Brady. Fa- that's the Tom Brady factor. Yeah, that everybody and when he takes wants. Tampa Bay to the Super Bowl this year, you'll understand why. Well, he's going to lose this weekend. That's going to hurt. They're a not going to beat the Saints. I was happy to see not the Browns me. beat the Steelers. Yeah, that was interesting. But the Tom Brady factor is he isn't the best thrower. He's not the most sought after coming out of the draft. He has an intangible that you need 
which is he hates to lose more than he loves to win. Yeah. And, and that's an intangible. He brings the best out of you. And Belichick has that gift too. It is a, they were a perfect marriage. It yeah. was a perfect marriage. He, he gets the most out of a nobody. Well, and he, that, and that's what we don't have. You know, Kirk Cousins is, he could give a shit either way. He's just looking forward to going to the bank on Monday and cashing that check. He's not raising the level of play up because we have our offense is solid. We have, you know, we could use some line players probably, but we've got great running backs. We've got great uh, wide receivers, you know, but in our special teams, I mean, Jesus Christ, who has a field goal kicker who can't kick a field goal? He missed. Yeah. Well, look, we didn't. We, he missed well, we a did lot okay going year, down but, to the end. Yeah. He, you couldn't have faith in him. That's for sure. You can have nothing in him. Hey, man, we got to wrap this thing up. We're running long. Yeah. I, uh, I'm going to encourage everyone to hop over and give old within the head of Fred a, a listen. He's got a podcast that's available on all the platforms and check out uh, fredheads.com for more information. That's F R E D D H E A D S.com. We should do a, we should well, do a stinger for that. That's you came up with that stinger word.com. Com. <laughs> so everybody check it out. He's got a great show. He does with Jennifer. She's a doll and they have a ton of fun together. And uh, look for more out of them weekly podcasts and tune in here for the next edition of the DK project. When we roll back around later on in the week. Thanks everybody. Thanks Fred. Bye. 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 That's it. That's the end. That's a wrap. Read the shtick. That's a wrap for today's episode. Don't forget to subscribe and tell all your friends. If you'd like to reach out, you can use the studio line at 612-504-6500 or by email, the DK Project Podcast at gmail.com. And of course, there's always social media at the DK Project Podcast. Thanks for tuning in.